So how is women's heart health different from men's? What do women need to do to manage their heart health? These are just a few of the questions when it comes to women's heart health. And here to answer those questions and more is Dr. Sujoya Day, an electrophysiologist at Marin Health Cardiovascular Medicine, a UCSF Health Clinic, and co-medical director of electrophysiology. This is The Healing Podcast brought to you by Marin Health. I'm Bill Klaproth. Dr. Day, thank you so much for your time. So first off, how is a woman's heart different from a man's heart? The main way that women's heart health is different from men's is that the symptoms for heart attacks can manifest in a different way than men. Not all the time, but sometimes. How the vessels are affected by the heart disease can sometimes be different in women versus men. So let's talk about the difference in symptoms then. How are heart attack symptoms different in men than from women? Sure. So, Bill, symptoms can often be the same. So uh, when someone has a heart attack, they often have chest pain in the center of their chest. They can feel like pressure there. It can go into their arm or into their jaw. They can sweat. They can feel uneasy. They also can have some atypical symptoms, which women may have, where they feel nauseated, like they're going to throw up, or they feel lightheaded or dizzy or feel like their heart's racing a mile a minute. Some of these symptoms are more common in women than in men. So when you talk about these atypical symptoms, those could be other things too. At what point should a woman take it to the next step and think about calling the ER or getting in touch with her doctor. Step one is you got to know yourself and what your symptoms normally are. Uh, If you have some of these atypical symptoms of nausea and vomiting and lightheadedness, the best thing to do is get it checked out as soon as possible. If you are truly having a heart attack, then the more you wait, you can do more damage to your heart muscle because that area of the heart may not be getting enough blood. And If you can get it treated sooner rather than later, it's much, much better. So at what point should a woman start really thinking about heart health or being more concerned about it? Young adulthood is a great time to go ahead and get checked out, get the risk factors assessed. Um, There is a wonderful education and uh, manuals and good toolkits on the American Heart Association website, and there's a whole section called Go Red for Women, Bill. It's excellent. It really tries to hone in on these particular issues that you're talking about is how should I be alerted? When should I go to the doctor? What should I ask when I go to the doctor? And it's really nicely done. Uh, So that's a good website to check out and even have some questions in mind before you see your doctor. And it can be a regular doctor. It doesn't have to be a cardiologist. So in general, are there things that women need to do differently from men to manage their heart health? The ways to manage it are quite similar from an individual's perspective. Prevention, prevention, prevention is the number one job. Number two, if you do have symptoms, go to the doctor. Number three, if you have a problem, you've actually had an event, then following what we call secondary prevention is really important. So you don't do everything you can to optimize your situation. Hopefully, you won't have any other problems. So when you say secondary prevention, what does that mean? That means that if, say, I've had a heart attack, what secondary prevention means is that we don't want to have any additional problems like further heart attacks or strokes. 
taking good care to manage those risk factors is important. And we may be more attuned and we may have some better targets of where we want the cholesterol or the blood pressures to be if somebody's already had a problem versus somebody who's coming in for the first time and has is really we're really seeing them through the lens of primary prevention. Right. So let me ask you this. Are there times in a woman's life when risk is higher, such as menopause or pregnancy? Absolutely. Those are great questions. During pregnancy, there is increased load on the heart. So if there are issues going on with the heart, then that is a time when there's more load on it. So it's good to get your heart and your whole a good health checkup if you're considering pregnancy or are pregnant. Menopause is also a time when hormonal shifts can occur and can unroof some potential chest discomfort, arrhythmia problems that, that can happen as well. Again, it's important to not downplay any symptoms, but to understand your body and if there are questions, to go ahead and get things checked out with your doctor. So really being in touch with your own body and paying attention to what's going on is really important. Now, we know that stress can be a killer, too, for men. What about stress in women's heart health? Yeah, I think that's the real issue, and it can be something that we tend to not give as much value to, but it can have significant impact on your blood vessels, on your blood pressure, on the level of inflammation in your body, and getting that assessed and understanding that is really, really, really important. And I think as women, uh, we don't tend to do that as, as well, and perhaps men either. So, of course, this is a huge, huge impact on how the vascular disease may present or if it presents at all. Sometimes the stress is the tipping point when things cause people to go from a perfectly healthy bicyclist in Marin County who is doing everything right and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, they come in for a heart attack and you wonder, what happened to this person? They're eating all the right foods. They're keeping their blood pressure under control or are they? They are not obese. So what's going on? And then you find out after discussing with them that it's stress that's manifesting in lack of sleep not eating on the right schedules. And these kinds of things can consistently put stress on your body, stress on your vessels, and make you more prone to these problems. So Dr. Day, when it comes to stress, how do you counsel your patients if someone is you know, stressed out? Step one is recognize you this is going on. Recognize you have stress. Step two is talk to your doctor about it. And when people come to talk to me about it, I ask them to you know, keep an idea of what their sources of stress are, keep and keep and know that that's likely affecting other risk factors, like if they have arrhythmias or electrical disturbances with their heart, that can certainly make it worse. And also if it's affecting their blood pressure. For arrhythmia management, we have a program called Get in Rhythm for all of our arrhythmia patients, especially who undergo procedures, which really focuses on a comprehensive look at these particular problems and stress and what they're eating and specifically in stress, like what can we do about it? And there's an excellent set of resources that are available, whether it's through acupressure, acupuncture, massage, eating right foods, keeping blood pressure under control, avoiding tobacco, meditation. These things are really important and uh, we do that for our arrhythmia patients, those who have electrical disturbances. 
So again, awareness is key, as you were talking about. And Dr. Day, what is your top advice for women who want to manage their heart health? Step one is know your risk factors. That is very important. You have to understand what kinds of things can have a potentially positive and negative impact on your health. Tailor it to who you are. So, of course, blood pressure, cholesterol, age are risk factors, but know your family history because some people may have a higher risk for heart disease if they have a higher family history of this. So knowing your family history, knowing your potential risk factors is really the most important step in getting informed and getting educated about what to do. Well, that makes sense. And Dr. Day, thank you so much for your time today. For more information, please visit MyMarinHealth.org. That's MyMarinHealth.org. This is The Healing Podcast brought to you by Marin Health. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.